Welcome to 12 Questions. <laughs> this is Anna Valenzuela, and yes, the podcast is back, Quarantine Edition. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. And I'm really excited to uh, have this guest because uh, we're on tour right now. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, we're on tour, fuck social distancing. Mm-hmm. No, we were supposed to be on tour together right now. Um, but uh, La Rona said, nah, bitch, stay home. And uh, how we do this podcast is you get to introduce yourself because oftentimes folks want to stay anonymous on this podcast because we'd be talking about anonymous things. Um, so uh, how would you like to introduce yourself? Man, I don't give a shit. I'm an open book. Kevin Casey White. What up, y'all? Hey, it's Kevin me. Casey White. Woo! It's yeah. me on a Zoom call. Let's on go. Zoom, 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 zoom. That's what I call it. I call it the zoom, zoom. Are we going to talk via zoom, zoom? Zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom. Uh, zoom, zoom. Excuse me. Oh, <laughs> uh, I am so excited to have you on. Every time we've hung out, which is basically twice in person, it is. That's it? I think so. I mean. Man, it we feels did the festival. Like, we hung out a lot at that festival. Flyover. It feels like I've known festival. you for ages. Yes. Yes. That's the thing. Right? It's like we were just like, ooh, we get each other. Yeah. So we're silly, yeah. silly dum dums, is what it is. We're very silly. We both have together. ADHD. We yeah! both have addictive personalities. <laughs> we're both attention whores. We get along. <laughs> you whores. Uh, yes. And um, I love that you got involved with TikTok. I had to take TikTok off my phone because it was like taking over weeks, not just daily, weeks of my attention. (laughs) That's so funny. I feel too old to be doing it. It feels like really corny, but um, people seem to like them. So I'm going to keep doing them. Yo, TikTok is fun. Yo, TikTok is fun. (laughs) It's just like fun. It's like, oh my God, it's so fun. Oh my god! Um, no, it, it's just stupid fun. It's the perfect social media. It's the lowest stakes of like you. The second it opens up, here's why I think it works. Because unlike other social media platforms, where it's like, what are your interests, or tell us yeah. about yourself, the second yeah. you open up the app before it even asks you to make an account, it just goes, here's some people dancing. What? And it's like, oh, okay, so. Yeah. This doesn't matter. They're like it, it makes yes. it very clear. Like this is not important. No one's no using one. this as like a stepping stone. It's just dumb. Yeah. When comedians, especially more famous comedians, uh, pop up on my TikTok feed, I yell no into the, like I just I like, no and I scroll super fast. It's not for you. <laughs> this is for a 12 year old in Minnesota. This yeah. is for you. Get the fuck off this app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you see? 
Uh, I usually get a lot of, I'm trying to get like, um, your mama's house level of curated stuff, like guys pissing in bottles and like weird shit like that. Yeah. Um, I mostly see people of color, uh, yelling. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, just yelling. At... You know, as a white man, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but so do I. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like TikTok's really become a great, a great forum for and like, you all just shut the fuck up. Can you? <laughs> yeah, I stopped getting. I stopped getting white people yelling at white people. I think those videos are kind of crazy. It's like yeah. as a white person, let me tell you, uh, <laughs> you should be acting. Right. It's very interesting. Um, there is one lesbian in Boston who I love, and she always goes, "Hola chiquitas." That's like, <laughs> "Hola chiquitas." What do you got? You gonna carpe the fuck out of this DM? That's oh, what. That's yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, that's right get up wash your culo go fuck for a yeah. walk like it's pretty great <laughs> dude i love that type that level of like self-made it's not like a tony robbins thing where they're all slick no. in a suit it's like someone <laughs> in their truck yeah it's like someone in their truck on their lunch break being like fucking go out there be the best you that you can be yes. You can do this. Here's something my grandpappy used to always tell me. And then it's some bizarre, like, you don't yes. stick your foot in a gopher hole if you don't want to get a nibble. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, I don't know, but this old Spanish woman is speaking to me. I am, I am on board. <laughs> I am. I am so on board with her. And also, TikTok is convinced that I am either trans or a lesbian and definitely yeah. native american and it Why? might be because i tear up at a lot of the traditional in native american dances because every mexican person is a little bit native <laughs> like that right. is if the 23 and me came back with like 14 percent yeah <laughs> so like <laughs> every so but it is like really beautiful just be like uncolonized culture <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just, I can't fucking not. I love it. I live for it. It's got my number. Uh, I used to get a lot of uh, lesbians that look like Justin Bieber, like, doing this. Yeah. <laughs> like, doing the, like, nose. Ooh. Like, What's up, Ooh. Girl? Now that you're on a podcast, can you explain what you just did? <laughs> yeah, I am on a podcast. The uh, the nose touch and then the, like, look down, look up, flirt look. That oh, is the, you know. Oh, hey, what's oh, up, It's girl? kind of what's coy. But it's yes. also kind of like, it's also kind of like, um, fuck, dude. It's like an urban coyness of like, what's up? I yes. see you kind of thing. Instead yes. of like, oops, yes. how'd it that is, get there? <laughs> you know, it's like California, still kind of tough. We don't get a lot of because we don't have mm. enough Dominicans to fill out that. <laughs> that right. <niche. laughs> we need more Dominican people to be like, hey, mommy, what's up? <laughs> Do you, I don't know why this is, this is maybe a decent parallel Remember, let's let's harken back to the to the nineties. Remember a, a, a rapper, actor, raconteur by the name of LL Cool J? Oh. Short for Ladies Love Cool J. Ladies Love Cool J. Do you remember his move? He had a move where he would lick his lips. Yeah, you're doing yeah. Yeah, he would lick his lips and go It's like And a, then do that and then and then yeah. touch his mouth. Yeah. He it's would the same be like kind of thing. Mm, we're yeah. like it's like sexy, but it's still like hard in a way where you're like, I don't want to fuck with that dude, but women yeah, want to fuck that dude. Especially the doing it well <laughs> video, because he'd be like, yeah. he like come in, 
his lips, they must have had to use so much fucking lip balm that day. <laughs> he, it, yeah. he was like, uh, like just making out with his own face and then be on the, and then be like, doing it, doing it, doing it well. And you're like, oh, wow, that is... I think Man, the up. 90s really fucked us up sexually is what we're getting what? at. No, what? No, that's great. <laughs> well, no, because if you think about it, like the thong song, like in mm-hmm. the 90s, thongs were like the biggest thing, like the worst Women crime used to have them outside their jeans. Outside used to your do jeans. the whale tail. Here's yeah. the thing about a thong. That is a bacterial superhighway. Every bitch in the 90s through like 2003 had a fucking UTI. There is no way... <laughs> <laughs> that we weren't all itching yeah. and burning. Especially with how, how low the jeans were, you know? Uh, Who knows what's getting in there? <laughs> uh, Brandy and I were talking about that, how, like, there is... There's uh, one comic here, um, Lisa Curry. She's in such good shape. She looks good in low-rise jeans still. It's like, oh, bitch. Oh. <laughs> well, Lottie fucking die. <laughs> She looks so good. And it's like, it's like, oh, go for her, go for her. Like, no, no shade. But there is definitely, like, when people start to talk about low-rise jeans coming back, I'm like, no, no. Like, I, like every fiber in my being is like, no. Like, I can't. The long tubular shirts, it's just not, it's just I think, not. I think people are more hip to, like, how much it would take to maintain you know the body to wear low rise. I don't see those coming back. I don't. I don't see that happening. Not in a I big was, way. Not like before. I got. I got off the sauce like clean and soaps in two thousand and two. Mm-hmm. So I was at the height of that, and I am a brown lady. I I make curves. That's what I do. Yeah. I, my body's just out here trying to make curves, and I did everything I could do to stop it. I was like, no. Like all this, oh my god! Just now, really a lot of on destructive the, behavior around it. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, I can imagine. There's a lot of pressure, but also on the flip side, like right now, what's you know, butts, butts are big right now. Butts, butts are great. Butts are big, metaphorically and literally, right now, right? Butts are in. We won. There's, we won the war. You won, and it's because back then, if you remember, there was like a uh, what do they call it? Like a I don't know, like a Spanish invasion or something with music mm-hmm. with Christina Aguilera and Shakira and J-Lo and stuff. And yeah. remember, everybody was obsessed with J-Lo's butt because she was the only girl that had a butt at that time. Now everyone's like, yeah, butts. But butts, that, butts, was, butts. that was the proto butt obsession. I, oh my gosh. Did I, have I told you about how I met J-Lo? No. <laughs> what? I met J-Lo. I was, uh, my friend is, a very good friend of mine is the accountant for her um, manager. So that's called- such an LA fucking lead in the story. I love it. Go on. <laughs> yes, and my my boyfriend was on tour when I was having a birthday, and he felt bad that I was alone on my birthday, so he like got Jet Sweetex, like like jet like private jet charter. He flew us out to Vegas. He put he got me a suite at the Mandalay Bay. And, um, and took me to the JLo concert and, um, and afterwards she had a meet and greet and we were like in the VIP section. I was so close. It was like the way the zoom cam is, is like how close I felt to her butt. It was Uh so close to me. I was like, I could have just reached out and pulled a rhinestone off. Just like, "Ah." 
<laughs> mine. And, um, and then, uh, she, they did the like meet and greet and, I was supposed to just take a picture and be normal, but instead I leaned in <laughs> and I was like, I just want you to know you're an inspiration. Oh, and she God. looked at me like if I could have been shot with a laser beam by her mind and <sighs> killed, no. she looked at me like, no, <laughs> keep it together. <laughs> and, it was just like, <laughs> and it was, it was great. I'll send you a picture. It's very fun. <laughs> it was amazing. One of my favorite moments. I love talking about it on stage. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> That's like she wasn't cool about it. No, I think she was cool about it. I just think that like... She's just like, oh, great, another one. Yes. Yeah. I think this happens to her all the time. Mm -hmm. And there was, like, in the dressing room, I could have done that. The meet and greet may not have been the right time. That was... Right. A timing issue in the dressing room. I could have been like, <laughs> but I was a little afraid. She like made direct eye contact with me, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. One of the few times I've been starstruck that in meeting Keanu Reeves when I worked in drug treatment. You met Keanu Reeves? Too? Oh, you told me about that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's wild. That's he wasn't in there. He just um, yes. was helping a family. But um, nice guy. God, what a nice guy. He's the real deal. He is the real mm -hmm. deal. Okay, I'm going to ask you 12 questions from a recovery perspective, which is really fun because you sent me a script that you wrote on mushrooms. So oh, this is going to be great. Oh, yeah. Did you read it? <laughs> what do you think of the script post-sending? Uh, post I felt like did, you were still high when you sent it. <laughs> did you read it? I was. Did you read it? I read it? a little bit of it, but please tell me your impression. You didn't like it enough to finish it. Interesting. Well, you were on mushrooms, and I was like, maybe I'll just talk to him about it. I have not reread it. Because I don't want to be tempted to go in and edit it and change it and punch it up. Yeah, don't it's, touch it. That it's a is weird a little capsule, capsule of, of yes. my state at that time and a reminder of just what's going on. You know what I mean? You should be um, an animator to animate it. I pay. Yeah. I <laughs> beg. So I'm just rolling. Well, I got my stimulus. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, what do I think of it? So it's funny. So I sent it to my friend and she, Emily Galati, and she loved it. And she started tweeting it out. I didn't tell her to do that at all. Right. And then it starts getting like some likes and some retweets and some other people are commenting on it. And I'm like, oh, I guess, I guess this is fun. So the next day I just screenshotted her compliments, a couple of them. She compared it to To Kill a Mockingbird for some reason. So I was like, I'm going to put this on Instagram. You know, it doesn't hurt to have a little you know, a little pat on the back here and there. Yes. Dude, I spent the whole next two days just sending it out. I must have sent it to like 50 people. And those that read it uh, were either like, what the fuck is this? Or I love it. <laughs> this is okay. insane. I like it a lot. So the okay. reception has been really it good. up here. Okay. I'm going to just read some of the dialogue. It is kind of embarrassing though. I'll tell you that. Um, Antonio drops BMB bass on the ground. It's a bass. Big Mouth Billy Bass. Oh, it's a Big Mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> yeah, you didn't read it. You didn't read it. I'm sorry. <laughs> what I, is this I, like, chunk blam. of dialogue? Okay, 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 okay. Is. Dialogue, okay. Don't let me go. <laughs> Don't let me go hungry, Antonio. Don't let me die. Don't forget me. <laughs> Do you have a oh, Big yeah. Mouth Billy Bass at home? What yeah. happened? <laughs> so here's what happens. So a guy gets a knock on the door and okay. there's an unmarked box. And he brings it in, he opens it up, 
and it's a big mouth billy bass and he presses the button and it says feed me don't let me die feed me or basically what you just said right and he's like what and then it's like don't worry be happy and he's like wait a second what was that so like he's like am i going crazy and then uh then his roommate shows up and he's like feed me feed me your roommate it's like, brilliant it's brilliant this is he's gotta like brilliant. kill his roommate to feed this big mouth billy bass so like you don't know if he's going crazy or what's going on and uh, the words were melting off the page i had to like stop i'd like set my computer down to like pace around and like oh focus focus what does the bass say kevin what does it say and then i sit down and i'd write some more and it was exhausting here's the thing like i don't do i'm not like a big drug guy but it's like we got time to kill and it's like all right well i'll try it out i'll experiment a little bit i don't know how i fucking wrote it like i don't remember writing parts of it it's really it's weird now as a sober person i hope this doesn't sound like sad but it was real fun <laughs> it was a real no, fun I, for me. Um, I had a good time <laughs> i mean i had a very good time using the thing is is i can't handle my shit so right. my version of that is i did a breath workshop uh, which is a type of meditation where you hallucinate because you're hyperventilating. And oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I did that, and um, I always go to the same like weird grassy pasture where like all of my ancestors are, and because I colonize lineage, it's a fucking we are the world like <laughs> amount of that's so funny. different people. <laughs> Yeah. It's pretty fun. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and we like talk and dance and it's like yeah, that sounds crazy. <laughs> it does. I know. I know. But you know, I did a lot of mushrooms and acid when I was in my early teens. And so my brain is my third eye is just like she stay ready so she don't have to get ready. Like That's she's so funny. See, like she's just like what do you want to do yeah. <laughs> you want to go you want to go talk to the ancestors let's go bitch <laughs> so this was like my third time ever doing mushrooms oh uh, yeah well that's fun it, it seems I like was it like on one <laughs> yeah i mean i tried to like write a comic book when i was 15 on acid how'd that go it was bad <laughs> this script is like not good by the way anybody i just want people to know like i'm not saying like this is my art my friend tweeted it out a lot of people were like, what's this dumb drug script? And it's I'm like, fine. all right, well, I'll, I'll roll with it. That's fine. I didn't want her to show it to people, honestly. It was, like, embarrassing. But it's like, you know what? I got to embrace this. This is what it is. I'll you were being vulnerable. I saw it on Twitter before you sent it to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes so, you feel better. <laughs> still didn't make you want to read it. That's okay. I now, did. on the <laughs> No, on the I was I, honestly I was afraid it was gonna be super sad. <laughs> no, not it's not sad at all. It's really dumb. It's really dumb. Okay, well I um, promise I will read it. Uh, maybe what I will do is I will read it and add my voiceover version to it on the end <laughs> of this podcast. I'll do a table read of it. Don't do the whole thing, but you can do a snippet. Don't do a, the whole thing. Okay, I have um, author permission to do a snippet, so I'm very excited. I, I uh. If anybody wants to read it, listen to this, get at me. I'll send it to you. It's really stupid. It's only six pages. Um, it's real fun. I'll, I'll tell you this, though. I did that same night. I was going through some shit. I've been going through a breakup and stuff. You know that. All this has been going on and stuff. And, like, aside from, like, I have this manic energy of, like, I'm going to make the world's greatest sketch. <laughs> I was also, like, 
talking to like my ex and like going through some emotions it was a it was an emotional roller coaster of like and one app i'm talking to my ex trying to hash shit out figure out what went wrong and another app um you know comedians i like respect my peers are like i love your work and it's like man but i wouldn't have done the script if i wasn't isolated and feeling like bad and doing drugs it's like this weird Maybe yeah. gave you the the ability to let your silly, silly fun times because a lot of times I think when we're writing, we're so attached to like what will what will people think? And totally. in the state that you were in, you're in a raw, uncut, I don't care what people think. And I think that's when we're all at our funniest. You know, totally. when we're singing Kokomo at the counter diner and <laughs> Yeah. You know, yeah. like that was like, so fun. Yeah, just like creating these moments that are silly, silly fun that, I mean, you you strike me as the kind of person like myself, my boyfriend is like this too, people will say, why aren't you, why aren't you, why don't you do this on stage? Like, this is fun. Like. All the time. All the yeah. time. Yeah. So you had a moment where your unbridled, silly, silly fun boy just got out. Yeah. And the world yeah. got to see it. It felt, the, the whole night felt cathartic for both sides of my brain. It was, it was great. That's was wild. Good, well, with everything going on, like how are you experiencing surrender? Like you've lost a job, right? You've lost God a job. Damn. Girlfriend is girlfriend a week before this happened. Girlfriend was like deuces. Like, how are you experiencing? Mm-hmm. How are you experiencing yeah. surrender right now? It's, it's, that's such a funny way to surrender, man. That's such a funny way to put it, surrender. But yeah, I guess it is kind of like that because it's especially right now where like, I want to f- say I have agency over everything because that's just my personality, but like I really don't. And um, it's been it's been tough, but as someone who has kind of been stuck surrendering before, I actually feel a little better equipped for this. So just a quick story. When I first moved to New York, I like stopped performing. I think you and I talked about this yeah. uh, a little bit uh, privately, but like, yeah. Um, so I've already been in a place where I had this thing that I love comedy and I just wasn't able to do it for mental hurdles. I just couldn't like, <clears throat> I was just very much not myself for like over a year or maybe almost two years. Were you really like performing. fighting it out with your imposter syndrome or was it anxiety, depression? Like, what was it? I moved here and i told myself i wasn't going to move here with an ego because everybody you're not going to show new york anything you're not going to show la anything that they haven't seen before (laughs) so i don't i don't think it was as much that but i think admitting like knowing i'm not gonna get everything i want right away uh was shallow there's more to it than that what i didn't take for for granted is just the small like just having a uh, like a social circle you can lean on and you're not getting those things i didn't have that really i didn't have like a lot of friends here when i moved here i have way more friends in la than i do in new york right yeah. so like i wasn't hanging out when i'd go to shows for the first time in a long time since i started i was that person who like doesn't know anybody at the mics and I'm, I'm not making small talk like some weirdo <laughs> that's me i'm like just... hey y'all nice to meet you <laughs> that's how i am when i'm my best right yeah. i will talk to anyone in the room um when i'm in an environment that felt supportive and when i was in new york that environment just wasn't there 
Mm. And so I was this like shy weirdo that like, I just like lost all my social skills, dude. I remember I went to, I got invited to a party. I didn't know anybody except for my friend. I get there. I'm waiting around like 15 minutes. My friend texts, oh, I'm not going to make it. I just leave. I, I, I just fucking left. <laughs> I was at a party for 15 minutes, went right home, felt so lonely, felt terrible. It was awful. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was like, it was like a couple years of that. Plus I started like a day job. I've never had a day job, but I was like, I'm, I'm 30 now. I got to get a desk job. I got to get a savings. And that just like ate up all my mm-hmm. time. I was at, I've always waited tables. Right. So like, let's say you get cut from a shift on your feet. As long as you stay on your feet, you can keep moving and you can go to those mics. You can go to the shows. Mm-hmm. I found sitting at a desk was something I was just not used to. An it's incredibly draining. Yeah. Stay, is at rest. Yeah. So I would just got stuck in the cycle of get up, go to work, go home, go to bed, repeat. You know? And then one day a uh, coworker was like, Hey, happy one year anniversary. And I was like, what? Like, I didn't realize I'd been there that long. So I quit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, I didn't quit outright. I wanted unemployment. So I just, it took them a month to fire me because I don't want to give unemployment at this company. So I just started showing up doing nothing, like office space style. Just yes. literally clock in, sit at my desk, look at my phone. My boss comes over, tells me to work. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm not doing a lot. Weird. Uh, just being a total dick <laughs> until they got rid of me. It was great. Um, and I was able to kind of get back in the swing of it. But anyway, it was not as short as I had promised. But anyway, the point is, because I've already kind of had comedy taken away from me in a way, that while this is happening, and I see other people kind of going through these motions, I feel like um, like I appreciate comedy in such a way right now, and just my mm. creative side and thing, other things that I want to do that like I don't feel a victim of circumstance as much as maybe some other people are because I feel like I've already been through it a little bit. So now what I'm doing is I'm just whatever. Cause like, I can't not yeah. do stuff, you know? Yeah. So. I felt, I kind of felt the same way. I had like, um, some health problems to which I've <laughs> bitched and moaned about so much on this podcast. Cause I was doing this podcast a lot when those health problems came up and, um, uh, this feels very similar to that to me. And I'm like, Oh, I've been here before. You just need to, we're just adjusting. And yeah to watch other people sort of be like, but I had heat and now I don't have heat. It's like, (laughs) first off, heat is a perception and it's not a reality. So the reality is, is are you good at your job? And do you suit up and show up and do the audience members respond to you at the end of the day? And that's the purest form. So. Yeah, I love that. Now I did dodge part of your question. So I'm, I'm going to, go back in because i don't want to forget about I, yeah okay the relationship all right here we go <laughs> you don't have to talk about it. you can talk about as much or as little as you want to talk about on this podcast Kevin. no i just feel like i went on a free. tangent and i think i subconsciously only talked about comedy because it's surface level and i don't feel like that's fair to the questions you have so i'm just yeah, gonna be, they I'll, will get I'm, you I'm, at some point <laughs> there's I'm gonna try 12 to of them be... and they're brutal <laughs> That's fair. Maybe it's just moving along. I'm going to try to not be super verbose. As much as breakups suck, we were together for like four years, right? And we still talk. Like, we're still friendly. Okay. Um, we're just like, uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, an, an indefinite break. I think once one of us starts dating somebody else seriously, then it'll really, like, kind of come to a head. But right now, we're pretty copacetic as people. Okay. But, um, you know, being newly single, either you're like upset but at the same time you're also like sowing some wild oats and you're like your best self in a lot of ways we're like you're like i am gonna learn calligraphy or whatever (laughs) you know i am gonna get a gym membership 
uh, and it's supposed to be like an exciting rebirth time. Yeah. Um, not forced isolation. So that is kind of fucking with me in a way of like, mm. oh, boy, this is like the pits right now. Like it shouldn't be this bad. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Like you go out with your friends and then you come home and the, the bed is empty and you're not used to it and you feel bad and maybe you text your, cool. But uh, at least you got to go hang out with your friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So this is a lot of like, all right, well, what can I do to not think about that right now? <laughs> right. What can I do? So, um, so mushrooms and screenwriting so, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I guess one hand washes the other. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I can, I can only imagine the like level of, um, there's a lot of breakups going around. I've witnessed a lot of my friends going through some breakups and like, I can't imagine the level of um self-reflection like stark self-reflection that is happening yeah. in your heart and and i i i was kind of like slow to ask like hey how you doing but i didn't want to check in on you because i mean there's a lot of girl stuff behind you i see a caboodle back there oh yeah like i see like like caboodle. you're at yeah you're That's at this, hers behind me yeah you're on the scene of the fucking crime right now like yeah these are not my heels hanging up these are her heels oh but if they were <laughs> kevin you would look great <clears throat> thank you i have wonderful legs like a deer like a- beautiful <laughs> strong calves you could cut cheese off of. but how's that <laughs> booty though flat the way you like it <laughs> flat as the day is long that's right i know what you ladies are into <laughs> uh, what is- six o'clock you know <laughs> up and down what is your like most insane moment in your life i know you've lived a life like what's been the most insane moment it's so funny you say that most and i was thinking about because you send these questions at a time i purposely didn't want to look at them and put too much thought into them because i just oh, want so to have a conversation them? with you i read them mm. i peruse them but mm. i purposefully okay okay <laughs> i didn't want to toil on them too much okay and when you when you also the way you phrased it was um what's your most where is it insane your, moment either in and out of recovery yeah, most insane moment you've had. I didn't know if that pertained to like during quarantine or just in my whole life, right? Just whatever, I mean, man. However general. you want to answer that question. People okay. freestyle this question. <laughs> um, most insane moment is tough because there's a lot of stuff. I have a terrible memory. There's so many fucking things where friends will be like, oh, remember when you, you know, I don't know, put that bouncer in a chokehold. I would never do that. That's a horrible example. I would never do that in a million years. I would no, because having, be like, <laughs> having experienced party Kevin, party Kevin is like getting along with everybody and talking bouncers into letting people in, even though they have purses. True. Yeah, that's 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 more my vibe. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it's because I grew mutton chops. I shave mutton chops. I think I'm a biker now. Um, oh, yeah. I, uh, uh, anyway, there's just so many things that I've like done and don't remember. I feel bad that like, every time something crazy happens, I'm always like, I should write this down. This will come in handy as an anecdote one day. Because every time somebody asks ask a question like this, tell us a funny story, I just blank, right? Um, but I'll tell you something crazy that's happened to me in the last couple weeks. Okay. Uh, 
this is actually kind of gross, but I get it. Well, whatever. I've already started. All right. Don't think less of me here. So when this started, uh, this sex toy company was like, uh, hey, you know, everybody's in quarantine. We're all masturbating way more. Uh, Get something. 30% off, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to get myself a little something. Let's do it. Yeah, you're newly thing. single. You're ready to fingle. You're ready. Ready to fingle, whatever. Um, so I got this thing. It like, it's like a, like a fleshlight thing. It like, like a heats up. It like, it like vibrates. It like heats up. It has all these bells and whistles. I was like, I'm going to get a fancy one. I'm going to, I'm going to have yeah. a good time. Right. You got the Incel a- Deluxe Pack. I what? Hey, come on now. Guys have needs now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm for it. Listen, Brandy had to take something off my wall today. And I was like, hold on, let me cover up the magic wand. I yeah, have exactly. the fucking Mercedes Benz of goddamn vibrators. Okay. Have, yeah. yeah. Cause as you should, everyone should. Women yes. have so many options and guys, here's the thing. And too, like, toys guys, are a lot of fun in a relationship if both parties are unintimidated by them. So totally. If yeah, you're comfortable with it, the next lady who comes over, because there's going to be a moment where she's like, baby, I'm I'm a bag of cramps and I want you to feel good. Go get your, uh-huh. in, go get your incel pussy and we'll fucking, we'll do this. We play with my boobs. <laughs> we can make pussy. this happen. <laughs> it is, it's funny that like guys don't embrace that stuff the way women do. Because we're, it feels like emasculating or something, I guess. I don't yes. know where it comes from, but it's like, it should totally just be accepted. Like, yes. People like to come. It's okay. Yes. Uh, but anyway, so I got this thing. I wait a week, a long week, an anxious week. You know, I'm like staring out the window every day. My tail's wagging. Is it here yet? It shows up. I'm all excited. I bring it in. I unwrap it, right? I, I, I lube it up. I put something on to watch. You know, I'm like, all right, here we I'm so sorry. I'm telling you this story. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm with. so excited. We're definitely the parallels between now. this story and the big mouth bass. Dude. Very. <laughs> um, so I, I, I start to try to use it. Right. But it's like, mm-hmm. it's not like I'm not packing heat. All right. I got a very average dick. Okay. I'll be honest, but it won't like go like in. Right. Like it's like okay. uncomfortable. So I'm thinking like, all right, maybe the opening's just a little snug. And then it opens up as you, as you, as like you a lady. Cr- yeah, right. Yeah. So as, as you breach, let's say, right. So, so I give it a, I give it, I push it down on me, and I hear this, and it, it, but I got stuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That is a graveyard of my girlfriend's possession. Yep. I yep. have a breakup on my mind. I just want to fuck this device that is meant for fucking. Just want to forget, you know, I and just. Forget. I just want to watch this milf porn and get my rocks off. Just want to have. Fucking ate your dick. Dude, you know how it is too. You're like, you know what? I'm not gonna rush this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a night of it. I'm gonna light some candles. Let's go. Yeah. And nope, the whole night ruined. It's still on me. It's still. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If it was, oh, oh 
I'm starting a Patreon just to get people to <laughs> see in the this. jaws of life to get this thing up. No, but I did. I did stand up, and it was stuck, and I had to like tug and pull. It hurt me. It. it I. It. Hurt, it injured did me. Did you contact a bit. the manufacturer? I left a, a scathing review, half a star, because that's the lowest they would allow. They did not post it on their website. I also emailed them about it, and they did not offer. I know you can't return stuff, but it's like I had to use G-rated language in both of these, which is really fun too. But <laughs> you oh know my. what I mean. Oh. I had to say weird words like member, things like nobody <laughs> uses a dick for. <laughs> I emailed them and they were just like, oh, we'll give you another 20% off coupon. Like, get fucked. Like, fuck you. Like, this is a faulty product. <laughs> this doesn't. That's yeah. See, I'm crazy. I got in a fight with a bank and I started tweeting at them immediately and they wired yeah. my money back because I was like, fuck you, Fidelity. Dude, you. That's different. You, I, 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 if, if it were me, I would have already taken to Twitter and been like, this thing tried to eat my pussy. You think I should, you think I should actively tweet out at whatever the company, you're, you heard my dick. <laughs> I had to see a doctor in the middle of quarantine. My dick uh, has my dick coronavirus now. <laughs> yeah. You think it's, you think it's a good idea to just start tweeting them aggressively? You hurt my fucking dick. <laughs> I cannot wait until we can be on stage and you and I'm, I want to be present. I want to yeah. hear this story. Dude, I'll bring the, I'll show it to you. Look at this. Hold on. Oh my God, guys. If you are a Patreon subscriber right now, you're getting some video right, of back. what this Sorry murder. Sorry up your editing, but look. look no, at this, this murder like, product. I just talked right through it. I don't it care. Looks like, it looks like an air fryer. <laughs> oh my god it looks like something that would cut your dick off it really does it's scary looking this thing looks it's like... ominous that looks like cylon pussy that's what that looks like some battlestar got... galactica crazy wow. right like this could be sitting in like your kitchen and you'd be like oh what is this grind coffee beans or something what is this no it's it like grinds no it just fucking hurts hurts your dick <laughs> Wait, open it up for a second. Is There's that no the, open... where's the where's the Here, entryway? So <laughs> he threw this it away. Is great for um, anyone listening, by the way. No, that's There's okay. I want. I'm gonna put gag. these videos behind a paywall. So, so are you? Yeah. <laughs> so you can't really. Do you? See, I don't know if you can. Hear you if can't I shine really. A light you can kind of see it. I shine a, a light. Shadow. You see. Oh. So here's the hole, right? Wow. No. You are packing heat. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. But all right, I'll take it. Thank you. But here's the thing. <laughs> uh, it's only, like, you see how short it is? Do you see that? Oh. Right? So what that means is it actually immediately gets narrower. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Whoa. Have so I you... went, I went like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, no. And because it massages and vibrates as well. Yeah. What? But doesn't feel good. Doesn't. Whoa can't i've uh yeah you have to give that to an enemy that's funny you have to re-gift that to an enemy and then they'll they'll be like dude thanks for that my small dick felt great in it <laughs> my skinny dick all right moving on next question <laughs> thanks dude i just got a text from brandy that said kevin's got a butt vibrator <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Because <laughs> it vibrates. Oh, dude, that's all she heard. It vibrates <laughs> and it massages. And- it massages. <laughs> you should get a butt vibrator, though. That might be fun. Um, I'm not that advanced. Or <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not into that. I. Uh, <laughs> I'll give anything. I'll give anything the old college try. You know what I mean? Yes. But like you can't just. I'm not. What'd she say? She Did called she you t- a coward. <laughs> oh, can she hear me right now? I mean, the house is very like it's it's a trailer and there's a vent. You can see the vent in my room, so you can pretty much she can oh, hear you. Yeah, Brandy, just come you. in. Just come yeah. in already. Hey, Brandy, come in. <laughs> come on, come on come down, on. ladies and gentlemen. Brandy Posey, wow. the best woman to quarantine with. Hey, she's got yeah. on a dress. Hello. Hey, baby, hey. Hello. Hi. Hi. My two moms. I just show show her the uh the dick killing device. No, it was a cock sleeve oh. that like attempted to kill him. What is it? He keeps throwing it all the way across the room. <laughs> <laughs> He's like so mad at it. What Dude. is this? Wait. Look, your mouth is agape. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so it's like a pocket pussy. Yes. It's like a it's but like it um, massages and heats up and vibrates. Oh, how is it? But it bad. <laughs> <laughs> it he got his peen stuck in it. Oh, I got no. stuck. No. You got That's... something about married? <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I stood up. This thing was just hanging off me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I might need to get my roommate to give me a hand. Help! You know? <laughs> oh no, there's a roommate. And you know me, I'm always hard. So I just couldn't get it off. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking beautiful. Oh my if anybody God. Have you Go named ahead. it her? Have you named her? Is it is it of a gender? <laughs> I don't I don't I don't like to name them. <laughs> I don't need them falling in love. <laughs> Love you know? the times of quarantine. Can we call yeah. it toaster cunt? Yeah. Toaster cunts. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Demean it a little bit. Oh uh, I can't, I can't, I want you it's... to read when you do the stage bit. Can I give you a, can I give you a uh, suggestion? Just read the email that you had to send to the company. Oh, fuck. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try to find it. Um, it's also, it's called the satisfier by the way and no it it's not, not. Up to the name it's the wiener killer wow god damn it i don't know man is that like what's in a sex doll no no so here's here's the thing all right so we're learning a lot today so a typical <laughs> this is the dirtiest version of this podcast that's ever been <laughs> i got i got 12 questions about your pocket pussy <laughs> this is <laughs> this is great so so like 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 uh, me and Anna were saying, like it's like here, guys, come on in, sit on the bed. Here I we wanna, go, get I wanna, comfy. I want to jack your whole situation, but I got questions. I I consider myself to be Wait, a pretty. Is this from Anya? No, 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 oh. this isn't one of hers. But when oh. she was doing that, I I wanted to reach. I, but it'd be creepy, like, hey, you want to hear my weird story? But I was also like, dude. <laughs> but okay. yeah, I'm not just gonna throw that on a woman. <laughs> That's so gross. But uh, uh-huh. no, I just so, I just saw her. She had posted a text that I just didn't thought that text was from you. Did you see that? No, she had a text about somebody. She, she like posted a text that was like, "Did you send me a pocket pussy?" <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's why I was like, I thought that she said it to you. That's hilarious. No, 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 no. So look, I consider myself a sex positive, yeah. left 
leaning person, right? There's no reason guys shouldn't be allowed toys, even though a lot of guys don't allow themselves toys and they think no. it's dumb. So you I don't, don't give a fuck. So, so I'm, so I'm going to break this down a little bit. So mm-hmm. uh, like a fleshlight, like you said, like a pocket pussy, there's typically yep. um, texture on the inside, ridges, okay. bumps, little things to make you feel good. Right. Yeah. This thing is completely smooth on the inside. Right. So that's also why I was a little confused. So when I put it on, there's like no, there's nothing to give you. Uh, and the vi- the vibrating doesn't do much. It doesn't yeah. heat up a lot like it claims yeah. to. So I'm like, oh, there must be something deeper <laughs> than, than, than what's just, uh, you know, obvious here. So that's like another reason where I was like, I guess I just got to just really get it on there. And then it was like, womp, womp. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, dude, this thing sucks. Even if, um, even if my dick did fit in it, uh, it sucks. There's, there's nothing. I cannot. You know what? Let's take a quick time out. The, the company is called. We need to put them on blast. Yes! <laughs> they are hurting people. <laughs> yes. Uh. What's the company's name? I will. I, I don't give a shit. Sue me. I don't give a shit. You tried to ruin a man's dick. <laughs> That's my friend's dick <laughs> Be- we'll, start tweet- we'll start a twitter campaign let's do this I, that's what i'm saying, that's what you're saying. i'm not gonna we should tweet at them to yeah. free your dick yeah so, hashtag so- free heaven's dick <laughs> <laughs> so it's belesa b-e-l-l-e-s-a belesa boutique right belesa boutique if you were listening to this tweet at belesa boutique to hashtag free heaven's dick they still have 20 percent off for anybody wanting to, I'm sure their their vibrators and dildos are better, but stay away from the boy toys. Dear God, stay away. Damn. You should have went with a rubber butt. Okay, so rubber butts. <laughs> I was doing, I'm somebody who, before I make a purchase, I, I research. I do a lot of research for anything, yeah. dude. I, I wanted to buy a, a notebook. It took me like a month to pick one for some reason, right? Rubber butts are creepy and yeah yeah like, no, imagine finding that no they look like they were just like uh, it's a sawed off piece of a child <laughs> that's, that's what i was gonna say yeah. i didn't know and i wasn't like on the hunt for one but they show up of like here are products for men on some yeah. websites and i was like oh that's interesting because how how much does that weigh to ship you know what i mean and i didn't know this but apparently they're tiny like you said like a child like they're mm-hmm. they're horrifically small yeah so that they could be compact etc but it's like no 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 no. we can't just wade into these waters even a little bit you gotta buy a full-blown sex doll or you just get a flashlight there's no in between allowed that's it no i don't need like this like muppet baby block dahlia situation (laughs) (laughs) i'm good yeah and and i'm gonna leave on that note let's you guys keep podcasting (laughs) ladies and gentlemen brandy posey (laughs) fresh off a hot uh, dish god damn came in she costanza at us she came in with the riff it was perfect it was perfect (laughs) oh my god i am uh (laughs) wow uh never before has this podcast come to a full stop and become a different podcast and then (laughs) had to come back which is of course that would happen with 
Kevin Casey me, White. That is I told the you, thing. I'm an open book. I love Friends it. Both of you, it's perfect storm. Oh, uh, we were actually expecting that you, I was expecting to have you and Carlos Delgado quarantining with us at some point, because both of you were like, I got to get the fuck out of New York. <laughs> that would have been so fun. I know. I was like, I got an air mattress. Um, we can borrow my boyfriend's seven foot long beanbag chair that I bought him because I'm the fucking best. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. We all and know that. you guys can all cuddle up and, and, and bunk and uh, be out here in the sunshine. I have been watching you two have fun, and I've been so envious. I want to be there, especially knowing that we all three should be on tour right now. It it, it makes it even worse of like, ugh, I'm just it's, stuck it's here. It's going to happen. I mean, you will come out here. Uh, we were both very excited at the prospect of you moving to California. So if you do, you will be welcomed. You will be booked. You will be loved. Everybody will, you know. We're gonna have a lot of people leaving the scene and I'm just waiting for the bodies to hit the floor. Like it's gonna be great. <laughs> Lots of people okay. are gonna go back home because they can't afford it. Right. A lot of people are going to decide that the quarantine is what they needed to mm -hmm. not come back. Yeah. You know? And it's like, bitch, I've been through this before. Let's I'm I'm full of grit. Let's go through Let's this. Go. Let's, Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. So I'm very um you know, and Mazel, I think everybody should do what brings them the most joy. And if not doing stand-up is what brings them the most joy, Mazel. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah, I've had that talk You do not have to do this. I've had like, real jobs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I remember there was a comic in Chicago years ago who was like, I don't know. I just don't really want to do this anymore. And it was me and another more seasoned comic who were just the two, the angel and the devil on his shoulder. She was saying like, no, you got to keep going. You got to go. And I was just like, are you happy? Well, then yeah. stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to make a trait, a personality trait into a career. <laughs> you know, you could just be a funny person and just do something else. That's okay. That's honestly more healthy, better, smarter. <laughs> yeah. That should mean... be a quote in an IP for like an information pamphlet at the LA city, like health department, like, you don't have to make a personality trade a career. You can go yeah. live a happy life. Yeah, you and are know a good where your singer. Coming from. Yeah, you do, you know, like whatever it is. Yeah, you're great at juggling. That's okay to just be good at juggling. <laughs> I'm using juggling because I don't want to like offend anybody with real talent. You know what I mean? <laughs> you mean a magician. Here's my thing. I don't like magic. I don't like what? magicians. I like magic. I like brujeria. I like like real stuff. I don't like magicians because I don't yeah. like to be lied to. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's a it's a it's a family thing. It's it's I've been lied to so much. But I'm like, you get the fuck out of here with your lies. Yeah. Are you confusing like a, a magician for like an evil gypsy or something? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't like to be lied to. It's it's all entertainment. They're not really producing cards out of nowhere. <laughs> like I'm like mm -mm. <laughs> I don't like your tricks. I don't like <laughs> now, with all of this in mind, like all this crazy stuff, how are you making decisions right now? Aside um, from, I mean, you, you clearly research. <laughs> nah, that's funny. Uh, I'm making decisions, honestly, on a much more primal base level kind of thing. I'm, I'm doing pretty good with, going, with waking up and being like, you know what? If I'm not feeling it, that's okay. Like I'm being like real yeah. easy on myself. That also gives way to make excuses too. But yeah. 
I'm kind of going off of like a hedonistic almost of like, it's all okay. As long as what you're doing doesn't make you feel bad. Like that's okay. That's kind of just how I'm making decisions, you know, um, with the exception of exercise, I am reminding myself like you should do it. You will feel better afterwards. That's the only kind of hardship that I have to get over. Cause it's, that's it. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, that's really it. Um, that's it. <laughs> no. what's, what's your exercise routine right now? I've got these, uh, I'll just put up like a YouTube video and just follow what they do. And there are a couple, uh, things where the, this isn't, uh, well, no, this doesn't sound shitty. I, I think it's why the, the channels are popular. It's kind of more average looking people. I yeah. tried to follow along this one dude who was fucking yoked. He was shredded dude had abs he had the fuck cuts and everything and i was the like fuck I, cuts yeah you know the cum gutters on his yes. hips you know what i mean and i was just like i can't i can't work out with this guy uh i feel too bad but i found a couple and they're both like husband wife teams nice. <laughs> and they're like all right i'm coach jeff and i'm gonna be doing the more advanced and they'll go to the wife and she'll be like i'm a girl so <laughs> I'll be doing the other ones. It's weird how like they do it like that. Um, it's kind of sexist, but whatever, because I will pivot between the two people throughout the workout. <laughs> so it allows yeah. me to keep going and be, I don't want to say lazy, but be aware of my limits and, and, yeah. and just kind of, yeah, kind of taking everything just kind of gradually, you know? Uh, and this is my this is my sad pitch to be sponsored by Fitbot app. They are offering for free right now, and you can um, you can do body weight training exercises. So I do like the Peloton um, like uh, power walk videos, not mm. videos, but like audios. And then I yeah. come back, I do my Fitbot, and then I do some yoga. That's Fuck like, yeah! You're doing yeah. all three. How long is your workout? An hour? What it's are you about doing? 70 but between an hour and an hour and a half depending on how much i do oh jesus dude i do a half hour i can't i can't do a full hour <laughs> well i mean that's but that's I, that's okay that's where like there's no when i originally started getting like super uh into like weightlifting and stuff i could only run for a block or two yeah and, like then i you know but the, there's a surrender to that i would just be like well this is where you're at right now and that's okay yeah. And then tomorrow you're going to do another block and then tomorrow you're going to do another block. And it's like, now I have an injury. So my workouts actually take longer because I can't do as much. Um, I can't do high impact cardio. Mm. So, um, cause I fucked up my back. Um, mm. That's all I've been doing is, is that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I, I would love to do a 30 minute, like fucking burpee workout. Yes. Like, dude. Run. Okay. That actually makes me feel a little bit better than yeah. about the bad shape I'm in. And it's like, I have been purposely doing like five day high impact yes. challenge kind of thing. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. And it's hard on your body. Yeah. And so you can't really do an hour and a half of burpees. You'll die. You'll yeah. end up with a fucked up back like me. So yeah, don't that's do it. good to know. Um, also, I found this though. I think it's sticking a little bit this time because it's less a goal in mind of like, I got to lose my belly and more about like, I'm getting older. I just want to yeah. give myself a little longevity. And yeah. I'm also kind of liking like the soreness the next day, which I've never liked about any sort of activity. I'm always I like such a one. I live 
for that. It's weird. It's like some switch flipped. I don't know what it is, but all of a mm-hmm. sudden I'm like, fuck yeah, it hurts to sit. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that is, but I feel like it might stick this time. And it's whatever it's, 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 I think it's gotta be like the same section of a brain that enjoys uh, stand up uh, even when you're bombing yeah. and like, like sex where you're like, wow, we shouldn't have done that. That was insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally it's a yeah, little masochistic it's it's, yeah it's the thrill speaking of which party. i'm gonna go get my dick stuck in this thing i'll be right yeah, back yeah i'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> this is why we get along we're both crazy Hurt people me. It, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't take much for us to be like because we both do this thing on stage where we are ourselves off stage but then once we're on stage we're possessed <laughs> possessed all right. Yeah. We're yeah, like yeah, so yeah. in the moment that mm. like like I was uh, doing a bar show out here and a woman wouldn't stop talking, so I sat on her and rode her like a pony the entire I've done that. show. I've sat on so many people. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We'll crawl on top of people. We'll wear mm-hmm. their clothes. We'll <laughs> we'll do anything uh, to play with those people, and so um, that's why we get along because we will yes end ourselves off a cliff. Are you friends with Ben Roy? Uh, I think so. I think he's got the same kind of drive. Vibe. That's that same energy. And like you, he's several years sober and stuff. He'd be a great person to have on. And Ooh. he's 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 like one of those high octane. You know what I mean? Like he's he's an in your face performer, and he also does like jujitsu, and he's in a band, and he like yeah. does all these fucking things. It's like yeah, because like when you get sober, you just have. I mean, it's like right now everybody has time, and mm-hmm. they don't know what to do with it. When you're or you're when you're going through the steps, you are way more conscious of like, I am making a life choice. What am I gonna fill this with? When I feel a craving, what do I do instead? Do I knit or like whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Um, and he's definitely one of those people who had a a, a big plate to fill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? So I totally anyway. get it. When I got when I first started doing stand up all my pro because I had like twelve years in the program when I started doing stand up and oh, they wow. were like all my friends were like, this is the thing that makes the most sense for you ever. Great. <laughs> and That's I was so like, cool. cool. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I didn't realize but, you were sober before starting stand-up. That's not all often the case. Since I was 20 years old, I started stand-up when I was 32. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it took me a long time to pull my head out of my ass. It yeah. was really far up there. But you definitely made up for lost time. In space. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. It's it feels right. It's a lot of fun. It, I think a lot of it came from, and this leads into our next question. Like I had to learn a lot about myself, mm. and like what's been the most surprising thing that you've learned about yourself so far. Mm. Um, whether the, it's in your quarantine or in your whole life. <laughs> uh, so in the last couple of years, I've started going to therapy, which. Yeah isn't like yeah fuck yeah i love anybody out there look dudes all right buy sex toys go to therapy it's okay (laughs) it's it's okay if i could put that Um, on a fucking shirt 12 questions buy sex toys go to therapy kevin keithy white (laughs) on the flip side though i also want to say women therapy is okay too i think you got the sex toy thing locked down um yeah uh, not to circle back too much but like that's like why me and the ex split is I was the emotionally aware one and she didn't want to talk about anything. And it was impossible to like, it was like, 
she would always make the joke. It's like, oh, it's like I'm the dude in the relationship, which sucks as a stereotype, but it is one for a reason. But also I know just as many women that are like, yeah, I could work on my problems or I could just microdose acid all day. And it's like, oh, you don't, you know, so it's, mm-hmm. it's unfair, you know, but um, anyway, I don't know. People are the same. But anyway, you grew uh, out of it. Yeah. And that happens. That's the harder, those are the harder breakups when you're Mm. like, oh, I am rapidly growing out of this situation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's okay. It's, it's one of the easier breakups I think so far, honestly, because like when I was in high school, it was like, am I going to be alone forever? And now I'm like, man, like I got things to offer people, you know, and I, we had a good time. We had a good run. Uh, You and I both share the, we're in the dead parents club. Yes, my dad is dead. And <laughs> is it a super dead? Super um, dead. I um, breakups can be very hard for trauma in that, like abandonment trauma stuff. Oh, I'm sorry, this is my other co-host, Oscar. He is loud <laughs> as a motherfucker. Hey, Oscar. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Calm down. Um, but uh, but yeah. So like abandonment stuff can really get triggered in that situation. Dude, boat. Okay, well here we go. This will we'll we'll talk about that. So, because I was gonna kind of talk about my mom with the whole uh, or, or a little bit in some regard of, of yeah. uh, and I don't want to spill too many beans. I don't know how much she listens to my endeavors and whatnot, but um, I have learned in in therapy and stuff that like, oh, I had a real skewed perspective of kind of like what what was going on. Uh, as a kid i mean we all do of course mm. and as you get older you know you realize like oh my parents aren't perfect etc i'm not really talking about that as much but how my childhood has formed my relationships my interests uh really you know things like that just situations i get myself in and um i didn't come from a super like my parents were it's like my dad wasn't around a bunch uh as uh you know because he he was a drinker and he was a musician so much like a comedian he was out uh at bars most nights of the week be it for work or for play um uh but what i didn't realize is how my relationship with my mom has done (laughs) so much i've got a joke about it you heard it because i started the nucleus of it you helped thread a tag or Stuart did or or remember when you did that writing thing of like yeah Oh yeah, my mom won't say I love you to me. My mom doesn't hug her children. <laughs> Things like that. Um, She's been social distancing from yeah. the get. <laughs> and like I said, the relationship I was just in, she was emotionally unavailable. <laughs> you know, uh, and so, um, which is I think why I gave that disclaimer too of like, dudes, it's okay to go to therapy. It's like I shouldn't say that because that's a very popular opinion and i am of the opinion that i i've legitimately spent four years with a woman who couldn't express herself in my entire childhood i was raised by a woman who doesn't express herself so let's not act like women are carrying men all the time here it it does work (laughs) both ways oh yeah you know what i mean um and that's that's probably been the most surprising thing i've learned about myself in the last year or so of just like holy shit like you don't need to be a therapist to go like oh he does comedy because he wants attention because he didn't get it enough as a kid yeah okay but you don't have the minutiae you don't have the fine details you don't know exactly what those building blocks are and it is 
so much worse than I I realized from that easy joke. It's like, oh, that that explains that explains my relationships with friends, work, you know, jobs. I've had every aspect of my life uh, comes from this. So, yeah. Are you weird when people <laughs> come up and like hug you and they're physically affectionate? Because I'm a little that way too. Like, I love hugs. I love them. Okay. I'm a real touchy person. I try not to be now because um some i've learned like some people aren't comfortable with that uh i don't you know i don't do it as, as on purpose i'm a southern boy you know i'll touch your yeah. shoulder hey buddy how's it going yeah um, real cozy like that um but i i do bristle at uh like compliments i i bristle at um but at the same time like i love them <laughs> it's this weird thing of like yeah oh shut up okay but like give me more you know, that kind of thing. Yes. And uh, I, I, I bristle at, <sighs> you know what I do actually? It's so funny. I catch myself stopping myself. And I did it earlier in this podcast where I was like, ah, I just talked about comedy and I didn't talk about the relationship. So I'm going to circle back and re-answer that question. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I keep finding, I'm mostly like at war with myself right now of like, stop getting in your own way. Say yeah. what you feel, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, just but no, I love at. hugs. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I I got it because my parents uh they were abusive, so I, I there oh, was fun. a few there was a few years where <laughs> like people would hug me. I'm okay if I initiate a hug, but when people would hug me unexpectedly, I'd be like, and then have to relax into it because oh. I realized that was wrong. So I had to like I had to like learn that. So so I was wondering if that how was- to receive a hug. How to receive, not just, I could give all day, give all day, but receiving weird. Um, but what's your level of honesty, whether it's with yourself or others? I try to be totally, if I can, if it's not detrimental, you know, yeah. this isn't some, uh, I don't know, uh, this isn't liar, liar, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, uh, no, like if somebody asks my opinion or one, yeah, 100%. I, I, I really try to be. Um, now I feel like that's easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I do my best. You yeah. know, I was, ever since I was a kid, I've, I, got it in my head that like it's real I don't know why stories about George Washington cutting down a tree and shit I don't know I just got it in my head of like don't be a liar that's important god right. so I've I'd probably have a better career if I was <laughs> like good at it and if I was um I'm like really bad at just like showing interest when I am not genuinely interested I'm really bad at like, quote unquote, like networking stuff. Like I really just want to hang out with my friends <laughs> and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, that might be an extreme use of the word liar, but it's, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I get it. What is, um, what is one thing about yourself you'd like to change, especially because you're in such a growth period right mm. now? Mm. Um. I think the biggest thing I want to change is just like, and it's something that my therapist is, just brings up like all the time of he'll just point out that like, I hear that like you're just not very 
nice to yourself <laughs> and like i didn't realize it but like you know that uh you know that bojack horseman episode where he's you're, you hear his internal monologue he's just like you piece of shit you suck why did you do that yeah i didn't realize how much of that's going on until like therapy helped me realize that like oh yeah like and that's totally normal everybody does it but you don't notice it like the way that it's folk that the way that it's making decisions for you and that kind of thing oh absolutely keeping so you the, small yeah so, the so biggest, you don't have to experience failure exactly yeah and so the biggest thing um i want is that it's just learning how to be more easy on myself because i think there's a huge ripple effect of like if i can lean into that then that changes everything um for example we'll just use like exercise i a year or two ago i tried to do the gym thing you know and you go for like a month and then you stop and it's hard to even go for that initial month because you go there and you think someone's gonna be watching me and i'm gonna have like bad form and they're like gonna be snickering like making fun of me and stuff and it's yeah. just like those types of thoughts on a small scale if you can just get over feeling insecure about that then you can start working out and then what then active body active brain <laughs> then yeah. what then you're writing more then you're more driven blah 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 you know so that's 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 just like my my big thing i think is just being aware of it being mm -hmm. okay with it and then telling it to shut up <laughs> yeah my i had a sponsor tell me that um i would be talking to her about all the ways i was a terrible person and she'd stop me and say hey be nice to my friend anna i like her and she doesn't deserve this oh that's great i know that's good you really need to like remove yourself from the equation of like yo if straight up like if you heard somebody talking to her that way mm -hmm. oh i'd kick their person. ass you'd hate that person yeah so why yeah. would she allow herself to talk that way and, and vice versa yeah 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 well how do you experience fear and anxiety fear and anxiety frequently uh <laughs> 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 i'm a lot better with it now um if in some ways positive in some ways negative i think like um like i started like smoking pot <laughs> the last th two three years okay and that's like mellowed me out a bit i used to have panic attacks a lot right before i moved to new york i was having panic attack so much mm. um i had like a week-long disassociative state yeah you know what that is you're familiar mm. with that all right um because i was just so like up and yeah. And people think it's bipolar disorder and it's like, no, it's just generalized anxiety disorder can really, it can ramp up and it can last for days. Yeah. And I yeah. was freaking out and I, I didn't know how to handle it. And, um, and so the way I used to handle anxiety was just like panic attacks and just, um, not being able to like take a joke. Um, I, all through my twenties, looking back, it feels like one big panic attack of me just being, mm -hmm like do you guys hate me like i good friends same good friends of mine dude so when i uh well you you were like we should you should do the podcast sometime and i was like cool and then i didn't hear from you for a couple of days and then i it's was like i'm being lazy it's not okay. you no, yeah. no no but i i i, I followed up and i was like yeah when can i do the podcast i really just need something on my calendar to like look forward to because i was feeling yeah. down in that moment and i yeah. was like i need a project and honestly I felt really bad about how I asked because I was like, oh no, I forced your hand. That's no. not right. I Don't suck. feel bad. And then I told my inner monologue to shut the fuck up. But my 20s, dude, I would have 
been having this whole conversation with you with that in the back of my head. I wouldn't have brought it up. And I would have just been like, I don't even know if we're friends. Is she faking it? Like, I really just I adore you. had this idea in my head that like, no, nobody likes me. Nobody likes me at all. All my friends are disingenuous, et cetera. Something about turning 30, I think biologically you mellow. Also, I couldn't smoke weed in my 20s because that would give me a terrible panic attack. Oh, yeah. Something about turning 30, my biology, my my biology (laughs) mellowed me out, I think. Yeah. I started smoking a bit and uh, then I just came like a more chill dude. (laughs) (laughs) And I have not uh, really had a, it's a fraction of the amount of anxiety I think I used to. Yay, now. you found a thing that works for you. Um, I don't want that to be the thing. <laughs> well, the therapy is the thing. That's the, the thing that unlocks it. Yeah. Um, there's definitely like self-medication going on there, which I need to work out. But I'll, I don't need to do everything at once. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, treat the thing that's killing you first. Exactly. It's like do a, a lot of people like try to quit drinking and smoking and everything at once. And I, it's like I know the adage. I've I've been at like I've been at AA meetings. It's like do do the thing that you're actually here for. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quit sugar next year. You know, yeah, exactly. like maybe slow down just a little bit. Buy a pack yeah. of cigarettes. Live your life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Eat some donuts for dinner. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, all that anxiety also made me, I'm, I'm, I am naturally a cynic. It's just how I grew up. It's like what I grew up around, you know what I mean? But going along with like being easier on yourself, I don't know if it's the weed or just getting older or whatever. I'm also, I used to think hippies and stuff were so annoying. I mean, they are annoying. I don't want to hear about how you, you know, did drugs and talk to a street lamp for two hours. Nobody gives a shit, but you know what I mean? I don't care about your crystals. I think you have crystals. Fuck you. I, uh, <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah. okay. Like I still roll my eyes at it, but I am very much peace and love, man. I'm like way more like, you know, we're all in this together. We're all having a hard time. Yeah. I think that's, maybe that's just wisdom. Just, you know, just you get wiser as you get older. Yeah, I think so. I think so. How do you experience um, forgiveness? Like how does that wisdom turn into forgiveness for example you like you're in the middle of a breakup in the middle of a quarantine and you're not like wanting to light things on fire it seems like yeah. i uh have done a lot of work on uh empathy really i think that's the key to that is um you know someone cuts you off and you can go fuck you <laughs> uh or whatever or you can go like ah you know maybe Maybe they're late for work and uh, they have a reason to be in a hurry. You know, know, maybe that person's not being an asshole because of you. (laughs) Right. They have their own shit going on. Um, That's, that's how I practice forgiveness is just go like, all right, before I completely damn someone, is there something else going on here? That seems less obvious, you know? Uh, I love that. Try it. You know, you tried it. It's easier said than done. (laughs) It's not your knee jerk reaction. Um, yeah, I mean, especially because um, when we're dealing with comedians, it's like it's, yeah. they make it so hard, you know, mm-hmm. well, and they're also not good at it. Yeah, totally, totally. Something that drives me absolutely insane is is just somebody this holier than thou idea from someone who, you know, 
dude, like, I get it. Like, like you're very politically active or whatever, but like, you also like are going to shit on this person when you fucking woke up, smoked three bowls, don't have a bed frame. Like everybody has their shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, comedians can definitely make it tough. We're all selfish <laughs> in our own head, mm-hmm. anxious people. Yeah. Yeah, our psychology is real whack. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What's been the weirdest apology you've had to give or have been given? Dude, that's such a good question. Weirdest apology I've had to give or been given. Um, as a man, you know, I don't apologize. So I'm just going to skip this question. (laughs) (laughs) Your bald spot starts to like glow. (laughs) Dude, honestly, it's funny. I fell into that stereotype again, but honestly, I'm just, I'll bring up the ex again. She would never apologize for anything, anything. She would get quiet. And that was her way of being like, fine, I'm not going to fight you. But she would not admit wrongdoing. And it drove me fucking insane. It drove me absolutely nuts. Um, Just had to bring that up. As a guy, I feel the need to defend dudes. Well, I (laughs) I will not apologize for that. No, (laughs) I I think that like, that doesn't work in any relationship. And I'm I'm both ways. I don't like to admit when I'm wrong. I don't like to hear the word no. And I... um, I desperately crave being told something was wrong that was wrong because in mm-hmm. my mind, I'm like, I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. This is happening. You're, you're fucking, you're doing something to me. Yeah. And I re- desperately want to be validated in that. Totally. And so that combination can be a real death grip over a relationship. When I faced my own relationship troubles, when we almost broke up, that was my part was mm-hmm. not wanting to apologize, always wanting to be right, always wanting to be validated in my worldview. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, is that's not a relationship. That's a dictatorship. Totally. And so I have to be like, okay, I fucked up, which I had gotten good at it saying like making amends and being like, this is a thing I did wrong. I recognize that it affected you in these ways. How can I make it right? Yeah. And it's not always easy when the other person doesn't have a lot of like growth and recovery in their own life because sometimes they're just like, they're at, maybe they're engaging, they want to engage with the pattern again rather than actually talk about the harm. And, um, but it's worth doing because I'd rather be able to say, it got to a point with that dictatorship shit where I would say, I don't, I don't like the way I just spoke to you. I recognize it makes you, it, you've, you've reacted this way. I'd like to know how you feel and how can I make it right? Good. Yeah. And that can be, I mean, it but that takes so much work to get to that point. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's like over probably 15, 16 years when I first started like implementing that in my relationship of working the steps and several years of going to therapy to be like, no, I don't like the way I'm treating you. Yeah. Because even in my fucked up brain, my initial thought is I don't like the way I'm treating you and it's your fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so totally. I have to be like, ah! I have to like really stop that and be like, no, you have control. You have agency. This person does not make you treat them poorly. Yes. They're being fucking unreasonable, but you don't have to respond 
unreasonably to their unreasonable behavior. Yeah. I, uh, they, they, somebody did a study where, uh, when you're in a fight, the part of your brain that like the logic part of your brain kind of dims and the part of your brain that's connected to like competition, winning, being right is more important than actually hearing your partner in that moment. That part just like fires up like crazy. And that's why you fight, you separate, and then you go, yeah, okay, I kind of see where where you're coming from. Like, that's why you can't do it in the moment. You know what I mean? One um, time, mid-fight, I walked up to Stuart, and I, I'm literally mid-argument. Like, I can't even remember what the argument was about. I was like, la, 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 and you're this, and you're... And I stopped, and I went, yo, I'm wrong. I am yeah. wrong. Ab- I am wrong about this. And he said to me, well... I mean, I don't know. And I said, no, 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 I am wrong. And what I'm concerned about is, is you're not sticking up for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, So you might want to look at that. And then I just walked away. (laughs) It's almost worse. (laughs) That's his whole character you just took down. I was like, I'm sorry, but like, also... You can fight back. You're like, like, you're a bitch. (laughs) You fucking just emasculated your boyfriend like that and told everyone listening to this podcast about it. (laughs) The moral of the story is I was fucking up and I apologize. Kind of, but then you made him feel worse. (laughs) It's so much worse. I I had a friend. Stand up for yourself, bitch. And then you walked away. I had a friend once tell me that um, I'm inherently emasculating to be around. <laughs> God damn. I haven't got that vibe, but I haven't crossed you yet, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, and you never will. I mean, it's honestly, it's it's a very rare thing to pull out of my my soul, and um, that was a definitely a moment that I got to look at and be like, wow. Yeah. Because you're I'm right, not- I also did double down and say like, why aren't you fighting back maybe you need to work on that you shifted the focus so you're like fine i'll admit i'm wrong this was pre-couple therapy for this sure is something new yeah but you agree right that's you going fine i'll admit i'm wrong but now here's a new problem for you to figure out yep. and removed yourself yep dear god <laughs> you're lucky he, I, didn't, uh, he didn't go I'm for no a walk picnic. and never come back I know, I know. I'm the, you know, I'm no picnic. And that's why when I sort of had like a justification to leave the relationship, I didn't right. even asked because I recognized that I had a part and I yeah. need to, I'm going to see this thing through. And that's the amends that I make as I see it through. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that I, may be. I work really, like I, I found I'm, I'm really quick to be like, nah, maybe I'm wrong. Like that's how I try to approach mm-hmm. things when I can like, you know what? May- maybe, I don't know. Who knows? What do I know? Right? Like, uh, but uh, that came through years of, yeah, like you were talking about like introspection and, and, and just like self-help, reading things, et cetera, things like that to, to get to that point. We're not wired to do that at all no. for, some, for some reason. I don't know why. No one comes out of the womb like that. I don't think anybody... Uh, even with the most hippy dippy loving parents, etc. Okay, Michael, why did you do that? You see, Michael, he's screaming, he's kicking, he's still a kid. He's a raw nerve in the world. Like, yeah, those are steps you need to take to get to that point. Um, we are you. wired to mitigate pain. 
like we don't want to experience pain. We want to experience pleasure. It's why our bodies, I was watching this uh, documentary on the science of fat. Our bodies aren't even designed to lose weight. We're not designed for this. We're designed to gain weight and stay alive. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because with the limited resources, I imagine we used to have, we'd scoop up all we can, right? Mm -hmm. Keep it. Yeah, you want that body weight. It'll keep you alive. So the human condition, both mentally, emotionally, and physically, is hardwired for survival, and that isn't always pretty. Mm -hmm. So that came out really stark. Like how, okay, so... Right now, you mentioned exercise. How are you surviving? Like, how are you, what's your day-to-day? What's keeping Kevin Casey White together? So, good day. Get up, eat breakfast, make some coffee, do some reading or something. And then as long as I can get, like, a workout in, I, I'm like, check. If yeah. I don't do the workout, I need some other sort of thing, be it work on a project, like a mental workout, do some mm-hmm. reading or writing or something. Check. Great. And this, the expectations are so low. People talk about, oh, I'm sick of these assholes saying you got to be busy. And other people saying like, hey, you don't need to do anything. Yeah. They're both valid. And I'm really yeah. having days where I'm on both sides of that coin. And I think everybody yeah. is right now. Um. So that's a typical good day. I just do something while it's still daylight and then I can do fuck all the rest of the day. I feel accomplished. (laughs) Bad day is I'm just like, I wake up. I'm just not feeling it at all. Right. And then let's, and I'm just like laying around and I'm just like, I don't know, drinking too much or just playing video games or something laying around too much. uh, Looking at my phone, social underlined media underlined way too much of it right yeah the next day if i do that again i have a real like drill sergeant in my head type of thing i'm leaving reminders in my calendar for day three 10 a.m get up you piece of shit (laughs) Like, (laughs) like so many notes to myself so many you should see my fucking calendar where i'm just like here, I'll, I'll read it. I don't give a shit. I'll read it to you. <laughs> like, like these are, these are, um, call someone, call a friend. You have 15 minutes to work out. I guarantee do not put it off until later. It feels good to cross something off your list. I have that going wow. every day at noon. Um, I usually ignore it, but, <laughs> but it's there. I'm trying to take that negative voice in my head and use it for good it's like you know what if i'm gonna fucking call myself names then i need to put my what i'm trying is putting myself in a position of going like fuck you i'm not lazy like that defiant (laughs) what if it's like one of those beautiful twitter gays that's like like wake up you beautiful creature get out of bed you are like those those TikTok gays that are like, yeah. you're magnificent. You're going to conquer the world. You do this, queen. And then they like close their fan and just like wander off into the distance. So for everybody listening, she flipped open a fan. <laughs> and I just have a fan at the ready. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like what we were talking about earlier about like, you know, some like someone like in their truck or something on their lunch break giving these motivational speeches. And yeah. Stuff. Um, yeah, on the flip side, I have a lot of, th- now those I would be embarrassed to read out loud. 
isn't that fucked up that like I'm embarrassed to read the positive thing I would say to myself, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's weird, right? But I imagine like what's like, 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 like what's one thing you really love about yourself? It just feels like corny though. It feels gross. Come on. You know what? Brandy will love this. For in my last apartment, I'll tell you this, right next to the door mm-hmm. to the bedroom. So I'd see it when I leave. I heard this Jim Carrey quote, and I know she loves Jim Carrey, so yeah. you can, I'm sure she knows this quote already, but he was giving like a, I don't know, like a graduation speech or something, and he said, uh, risk being seen in all your glory, and I just loved that, yes. and I wrote that down, and I put it right next to the thing, because it speaks to um, that part of you that goes like, ah, I kind of want to sing karaoke, but I don't want to look stupid, and it's a saying like, it's beautiful. Whether you're good or you're bad, that is you. And yes. you fucking go in and you go up there and you sing it like it's goddamn Madison Square Garden. Yes. Okay? Um, yes. So that's, that's what, and I, I will tell you, my palms are sweaty right now. That made me perspire, like sharing that. Because <laughs> it was it, nice. I love it. I love it. And I'm such a cynic. It felt <laughs> very uncomfortable. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, do you have a... I'll talk about my dick getting stuck all day. <laughs> well, that, that is all your glory right there. It is all... <laughs> yeah. What... Do you have a concept of a higher power? Do you... Are you, like, a God person? Are you, like... No. A... No. Um, I envy people that do, though. Okay. Uh, for a long time... Uh, I would have a, you know, going back to being in the twenties, having panic attacks and stuff. A lot of it was around death, you know, probably cause like my dad died and I was younger and stuff. Um, and just like feeling trapped, like, Oh, I'm stuck in this body. I have a shelf life and there's nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That would freak me out so much. Uh, and, um, uh, in those moments I would feel sorry I forgot the question for a second in those moments I would feel um envious of people that have like faith because they're not afraid of death or if they are afraid of death it's like oh I'll like miss ABC but I get to see grandma (laughs) yeah it sounds very nice to have something to lean on right and as an atheist I just don't have that you know so I don't have it I'm okay with people that do. I think it's fucking cool. If you have, I'm not, I'm not someone who's like, you're dumb for believing in God at all. Whatever gets you through the day. I have dumb things that I do that I'm sure people would say is, is a total waste of time. You know, uh, that's that empathy. That's that. What do I know thing? Plus I could be fucking wrong. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, no, I, I don't have that, but I, I wish I, I wish I did at times. It seems, seems pretty, it it seems comforting. Yeah. What about you? Are you? I, I've had some experiences in my, especially in my recovery that have felt very much like the presence of a higher power. And Mm. so I seek to be aware of that presence in my life. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it works. I know it has a real fun sense of humor because each (laughs) one of those experiences has had a very laughable moment. Yeah. And, um, and I'm okay with that. I just want yeah. to, um, I want to have a conscious contact with whatever that is. And, yeah. 
I know when I'm in it. I know when I'm really connected to it and I know when I'm not. And usually mm-hmm. when I'm not feels very much like a, um, there's a lot of anxiety involved. There's a lot of fear involved. There's a lot of ego involved. I suddenly care about what other people think of me. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very self-centered. Um, and, uh, and it doesn't feel good. It's like, it's like I, I am the essence of a salty bitch. I'm the kind of woman <laughs> when I'm in it that will walk up to you and say, fuck you, I'm wrong and it's your problem. Right, yeah. So like- I mean, you are Latina, so. <laughs> I can't help myself. Can't help I, mean, it, I got my hoots on, I got a, do- I got a rag, I got a little <laughs> scarf on today. I'm you stupid, you stupid. Stupid! <laughs> Ah, dummy, you stupid. Dummy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my cat is playing with a, the loudest object he can find. One second. Okay. Um, I want you to know he doesn't give a fuck about me until I start podcasting. And then he's like, play with me, play with me, play yeah. with me. I'm a needy yeah. baby. Mom's um, pulling at your dress. Mom, mom, mommy's mom, on the phone mom, right now. Mom, okay. Mom, mom, <laughs> mom, 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 I was really good at that. Um, That's fun. What is your, um, what's one thing that you would like to tell somebody just like you out in the world right now? This is the last question, by the way. Just like me? hmm Oh, man. Um, now, when you say just like me, we're just talking like, like if, okay, I shouldn't overthink the question. It's a hypothetical. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess I want to tell them, uh, you know, don't overthink, don't overthink it too much. Um, yeah. I think I think I think that uh, being easy on yourself thing is just the best advice you can give most people. So um, I'm really just gonna double down on that because, I, like I said, I think there's a real ripple effect of like when you can go easier on yourself, you're gonna notice like it's not just um, an idea of like feeling okay messing up at work. You're gonna find you're more social. You're gonna find you're abusing alcohol less you're gonna find yeah all these other things that just kind of fall into place and that gives you clarity so oh, i love that come on casey white <laughs> you did it yeah. where can people find you um and kevin, what you're doing kevin casey white on instagram kevin casey white on tiktok i can't believe i just said that on um, the talk guys k silly on twitter i never use it i do have a blue check i don't like to tweet though <laughs> i love it it's a waste of a blue check um i think i'm mostly on instagram these days so. how'd you get a how does one get a blue check anyway i don't even know okay so i was doing arguments and grievances in chicago and it was doing well we were touring and, and yeah it's a great and show it, it was um we handed it other people do it now um or i think it might be on hiatus obviously with all this but anyway um it was doing well enough where it was kind of like a self-made credit in some ways. And, and there were other people by the name of Kevin White that do comedy. Um, there's four of us consider me young white guy. There's also a young black guy. There's also an old white guy and an old black guy. So you got all the bases covered. (laughs) There's like, there's like, you guys should all like battle Royale for the name. Yeah. It's weird. Right. (laughs) So that's why I added the Casey. And I okay. also, I didn't know this, but I was like, I heard that to get a check, you just need to have like a reason. You don't even need to be like wild 
wildly famous. Like, you know what I mean? Like reporters and stuff will have blue checks. So I was like, I was going to email him. And I was like, hey, I run this pretty popular podcast, Arguments and Grievances. My name's Kevin White. Um, I need a way for my fans to find me out of all the other Kevin Whites in the world. It's an incredibly common name. Two days later, Blue Check just showed up. It's like, okay, that's a good enough reason. See, um, when you advocate just, for yourself, you are a fucking unstoppable force. Well, I just thought about, it's the Pepsi Coke thing of like, yeah. um, you know, that's not us. That's not my problem. We're, we're Pepsi. We're not Coca-Cola. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like that kind of thing. Of like, I don't know. I just want to see if I get, I don't give a shit about it. It's, it's gone to complete waste. I, I, you know, some people, I've had people in, I don't know why, 14 year old 15 year olds will pop in my dms how do i get a blue check <laughs> like, i don't fucking know dude i <laughs> have a boring name <laughs> i immediately <laughs> asked i was like i gotta know that's crazy i love it i love it and i love that you would share that because there are some people that want the perception of heat and will leave that as an indicator god damn but it's so funny that just goes to tell you about how that is not a barometer of, of anything. And people make up their own, uh, you know, oh, someone, you know, so-and-so, you know, got, got this fucking late night show. They've made it. Uh, it's like, yeah, but dude, like you ask their, someone who's not like their immediate friends and family and they don't know their name. And it's like this sad thing of like, there's no making it. There's no heat. There's no validity. Just just keep your head down and be funny. <laughs> right? Like, it's true. Just hope you get a paycheck one day. It's true. Yeah. It's very true. Um, how we end this podcast is if nobody's told you this today, Kevin, I love you. Aw, I love you too. Thank you. That's and sweet. I felt that. Well, it's true. And if you're listening to this and nobody's told you this today, we love you. We do. Keep Yay. your dick out of things. Yes, and also you can find me at AnnaValenzuela.com and at Anything is Fun and Hope Cute Pod Bye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bye. All right, roll it. Uh,